Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sat, managing editor, fightfulwrestling.com. Go over there, get all your wrestling news. We got plenty of it. It is July 16th. We are here to talk about SmackDown Live. We have a raw post show, Extreme Rules and Fight for the Fallen, all up in our archives, podcast platforms everywhere. We could not make it easier for you guys to follow. A reminder, if you want your question or comment read live on the air on YouTube, uh, donate a Super Chat. Any amount will make it happen. But hey, if you want to an- or ask unlimited questions, subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. That's our premium service. I answered over 60 questions on today's Q&A show. Uh, I love doing that. That is just incredible. And if you all aren't subscribed to Fightful Select, you guys are missing out. Had a lot of stuff up today, an exclusive on Sean Spears getting a manager, uh, some exclusive info on Daniel Bryan. A lot of people worried about him considering this big announcement. Uh, Lots of stuff over there. So check that out. It's the most direct way to support us. But you can always leave us a thumbs up or just subscribe here on YouTube. I am joined tonight by Alex Pawlowski. Alex, how you doing? Uh, good. <laughs> good, good. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where they 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 do a great job of setting up possibilities for cool, new, interesting things, and then going, "Nah, just kidding, we're not." Gonna then they roll a gutter ball. Yeah, yeah. That's what happened. Town hall. We see Kevin Owens backstage being told by Shane McMahon that he has the night off from SmackDown. Then we see the setup for Town Hall. The main thing I learned from this is that AOP are on SmackDown. Yeah, I guess I guess they are. But then again, there were a ton of Raw wrestlers on the show. Because Drew's there and he's not. Roman Roman's on Raw so often that I actually forgot he was on SmackDown. So you know, whatever. It's just a thing. We just have to live with it. Well, the setup for the town hall is ready. Roman is the first person to sound off, and I kind of like that. He is the big dog. He is the leader of all that stuff. So why not? He tells Shane to kiss his ass and says that nobody respects him. Charlotte can't believe that Roman Reigns says that and thanks Shane. 
This brings out Liv Morgan, who has not wrestled on TV since WrestleMania, Alex. Yep. But yeah. she was moved to SmackDown, you know, away from Sarah Logan, who also has nothing going on. Right. Not like WWE needs tag teams or anything. Nope. No. no that, that division is dead in the water. So do you uh, remember last night when I said that the Seth Rollins line, for once in your life, was tired? Yes. Uh, they went right back to it tonight with Liv. It's it's a Vince-ism. Like, it's a thing that he likes, that, that everyone puts into things because he likes it. I mean, it's, it's been a thing that has been in scripted promos for years. So oh, yeah. he's the constant. He's the one who approves it every single time. It is a pain in the ass, man. It's like it's like the mic drop for Vince. Like that's that's you know how he sees it. Uh I, I did like Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy was uh, brought up to the microphone to sound off on what Kevin Owens said, and he was like, Hey, listen, Kevin Owens brought me up, but he doesn't need to bring me up. He needs oh. to keep my name out of his mouth. And I'm going to slap the taste out of his mouth the next time I see him. Which would lead you to believe, like, hey, why why doesn't Buddy Murphy go up to Shane McMahon later and say, hey, how about a match tonight, homeboy? Well, in the moment, it it was, oh, my God, they're going to do Kevin Owens versus Buddy Murphy. I can't wait for that. It's going to be amazing. I mean, mean, they wouldn't have him, like, come out and say, hey, hey, Kevin, Kevin Owens, keep my name out your mouth. And, and then then not give us that match. And then, you know, give us a match that we don't want instead. They'd never do that, Sean. So I was justifiably excited about the possibility of getting Buddy Murphy, who, again, is one of the greatest workers they have on the roster and yet doesn't get to wrestle against Kevin Owens, who's who, when you put him in the ring with an amazing worker, like shines out like nobody else. So guess we're going to have to wait for that one if we ever actually do get it. Apollo Crews and Andrade went at it, and I was like, man, didn't they feud a few months ago? No, they feuded two weeks ago. They had a match. Two weeks. Well, they ran that one back. This was a waste of time. But then after that, Cesaro shows up, and Shane McMahon says, hey, you're on Raw. What are you doing here? Like it matters. I know. And Cesaro... (laughs) But that big old set of balls he has yep. says, "Well, I am the wild card. Like it matters. Right now. It doesn't Just matter. say, Shane, who gives a shit? Right. Yeah, they, oh, they, uh, they, didn't, they didn't take your advice and uh, go with that whole, you could retcon the, the wild card out of existence in this segment. If you wanted to, it would take 12 seconds. And they didn't. That's gonna that's gonna be a thing forever now. Well, they ran this town hall to get Shane to schedule two rematches. Yeah, I mean they and, ran it. They ran it so that so that he could not be challenged by anybody. I mean, like like Roman did, kind of. And they said, "Well, then then Roman like said peace out and walked to the back." <laughs> so yeah, good good to put your money where your mouth is, there, big dog. But he says, "I'm going to find you," and then anybody else who spoke up against him got put into matches. That they lost. So, ooh, what a comeuppance for Shane McMahon. So there is Shane standing in the ring. Kevin Owens shows up and hits him with a stunner, kind of. He missed the first one. Well, yeah, he missed it. Shane just fell down. Yeah. After the kick to the stomach. Yeah. Yep. So up next, of course, we get Alistair Black and Cesaro. Or as I like to call it, why? 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 Well, why? Here's the deal. 
here's here's what I thought going into this. I was like, listen, I loved their match at Extreme Rules. I thought it was great. And I thought to myself, as much as I'd like to see them do it again, there are only two outcomes that come out of this. One, 50-50 booking, and the feud continues. Now, the feud continuing is great. 50-50 booking, not so great. Or Aleister Black beats Cesaro again, and now we're back to Cesaro not really meaning anything because, you know, he he, he shot his shot, and he missed. Badly. Is Aiden English that busy right now? You couldn't have just put him in there against a new guy, spent a couple minutes, well, and had him get Black masked in the face. I mean, you could have done that, too. Uh, there's other other people, certainly, that, that could have been there. I, I, I like that they're making Aleister Black really strong. I, I think that's good. The problem is now I don't know where they go with this. Like, they don't have a lot of really credible upper mid-card heels that he can beat. They do, but that guy apparently, we'll find out later, is in the WWE title picture. So, okay. Man, uh, so this match happened. Uh, yeah, hey, I wouldn't put it over Cesaro's chin lock. He blocked the hip, and as soon as he stopped blocking the hip, mm-hmm. uh, Alistair Black got out of it. Black hits a big moonsault, a stiff knee, and Black mass. I loved that he knocked Cesaro's mouthpiece out. Yep. But there was not a damn thing in this match you couldn't have done Sunday. No, you could have added all this, all this stuff. The, the, the mouthpiece bit could have been the finish of the match on Sunday as well. Uh, all it was, it was a run back. It wasn't, it wasn't anything new or spectacular. This, this was a placeholder episode four weeks out from your biggest, second biggest show of the year and the biggest show of the summer. So, I mean, can you really be having placeholder episodes at this point? Like pain in the ass, man, pain in the ass. Uh, Alistair Black continues to get pushed. I want to wish happy birthday to one of our mods, our social media guys, Kyler. Want to uh, definitely send him happy birthday wishes. I know it's tough to overcome considering the fact that he lives in San Antonio. So my mm. condolences there. That city sucks, but Kyler does not. And we appreciate him very much. Yep. Uh, follow him at K Sports. That's K H A Y Sports on Twitter. Uh, by the way, speaking of mods, guys, uh, don't put dumb sexist shit in our chats, our live chats, because I've given our mods like free range to just wield the ban hammer. And just stomp your guys' asses if you all do that. So uh, don't do it, okay? Because you won't be commenting on our live shows anymore. Alex Anderson sends a super chat and says, Watch zero minutes of SmackDown because I'm in the hospital with the birth of my daughter. Alex, what do I have to look forward to in being a girl dad? Well, here we go. I'm excited for this. Um, I mean, uh, I don't want to get mushy. Uh, this, it, uh, my daughter's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, and, uh, I'm very Thanks, lucky. Alex. I know. Uh, well, you know, you're a close second, Sean, <laughs> but, um, my wife's third, but, uh, 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 but I- I'm lucky enough to like be a stay at home dad where I get, to- I get to spend all-, all kinds of time with her. And she's, she's developing really, really fast in this person who like has conversations and makes choices. I don't want to, I don't want to read that book, daddy. I want to read this book. Like as, as much as you can, like, just spend as much time with you, with her as you can, and you'll be amazed at at the kind of progress she makes, especially when she gets out of being a baby and starts being a toddler. Like, every day she shocks me with something new that she knows. 
Aaron Jay's fan says the three women's matches did not even take up half of what the women's matches on Raw combined. I don't know if that's a bad thing necessarily. Uh, <laughs> the, the Raw match was a bad thing, but yes, the, these matches should have been longer, uh, without a doubt. I agree. Chris Williams says thought New Day was going to do a Blue Chew plug. They kind of did. I mean, they segued mm-hmm. for my homeboys at Blue Chew. Uh, yeah. Shout out to them. They're not. I don't have them listed as a sponsor tonight, but I still love them. Uh, Liv Morgan takes on Charlotte Flair. This was quick. Liv takes uh, or does a nice Hurricane Rana, a skateboard stomp, and a couple other things. But Flair wins with a power bomb and a figure eight. Now, my the, <laughs> the thing I thought was funny was Liv Morgan says, "People like you are why people like me don't get chances." And I'm like, Liv, you should have showed up to SmackDown in the last month then, because Charlotte wasn't anywhere. No, I mean it's not. Yeah, it's true. I mean, that's the that's a problem. Like what she's saying is true. And what she's saying is false. Like the people like Charlotte are why people like like Liv don't get title shots, but not Charlotte keeping Liv specifically out of a title shot. That's mm. that's that's not the case currently. But I mean, I I did like see, seeing her come out and you know, saying that you know that you know calling Charlotte out for being a kiss ass and and uh, it, it made sense. And and I like seeing a little fire in Liv. I like seeing her on TV. I think honestly that she. Made a lot of great strides as part of the Riot Squad. Never won a match, but looked good in defeat many times. And now she's been separated from the Riot Squad. Still has the same music, of course, because Lord knows they don't have other things out there in, in the files that they could just dial up an MP3 for. But uh, yeah, okay, cool. I'm glad that you're back, Liv. And I was interested that she was saying, hey, Charlotte, why are you so fake? And Charlotte says, why are you so fake, blue tongue? And she kind of got her there. You know what I yeah. mean? Well, I felt Liv's showing was very good. Afterwards, she rips Corey Graves' head, Graves' headset off and says that Charlotte was right, and now she's going to be real. Yeah. What the hell do you think that means? When I come back, I'm going to be real. Now, I like that she was she was limping. Really, she's going to team four. with Ja Rule. It's possible. Um, I'm real remix. I knew it. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, I. I love the idea of her getting a character makeover. I mean, because yeah. people 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 do like the Harley Quinn thing, but like the pink hair, blue tongue, skater girl ethos was just going nowhere. Like if they had made it into something, it would be great. But right now it's kind of a punchline. And to to get separated from that and go somewhere else, somewhere where when Ruby Riot comes back, they can't just shuffle Liv back over and have her be part of that. Like Get, get them as far away as possible. I, I, I'm interested in seeing what Liv can do with a different gimmick. I mean, let's be honest. The the best way to stand out on a WWE roster among women is to not have your hair dyed, not have crazy things on, all that stuff. Just be normal because yep. everybody has that except for, like, Bailey. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, otherwise, I thought that Liv did very good. She hasn't been on TV in three months, really. So that's – I'm glad to see her back in the fold. Ember Moon announced – well, she had a, her mystery partner against Fire and Desire. It's Bailey. Fire and Desire take over briefly. It does not last. Bailey to belly on Sonya. Eclipse on Mandy Rose. I guess actual tag teams don't need wins in the division, but at no. the very least – they're doing this to set up something else. There's nothing to talk about in the match. Nothing no. happened. No, the, the Eclipse looked nice. 
Yeah, that, that's that's about it. It always looks nice, but it looked nice tonight. But after the match, Bailey issues a friendly challenge to Ember Moon for SummerSlam, which Ember Moon gleefully accepts. Yes. Now Tom Phillips is quick to say this isn't official, but as Andrew, Jeremy, and I joke, they always wait until ten thirty p.m. Eastern, mm-hmm. like half an hour after SmackDown, when we're like, all right, all the news from SmackDown's done. Yeah, and then they announce it. Yeah. Um. Somebody, uh, as I mentioned, saying so Bailey gets to just choose her opponents now. Like it's a thing that that's a thing that she does. Based because, on the depth of the roster, I. I mean, this is, there's a thing. I, I, I would have, I wouldn't have minded saying, okay, well, basically, you have a feud going on here with Ember Moon and Fire and Desire. So pick one of those two, have Ember beat that person in a match, and that's what gets her the championship, as opposed to Bailey being like, somebody, Kayla Braxton, whoever it was in the ring, says, hey, hey, well, have you thought about who you'd like to defend against? And she's like, hmm. She literally puts a finger to her lips and goes, hmm, hmm, who should it be? Oh, this person standing next to me. How about that? I mean, that that can't be the best way of choosing your opponent. Um, but Well, she just looked around and she asked, how does Ember Moon fit into this? Right, which is, which is what everyone should be asking, honestly. Uh, I'm, over, I'm over the moon, no pun intended, uh, that, that Ember's going to get a title shot. Um, and I think that's great. I think on a, on a huge stage like SummerSlam, couldn't be better. I don't know if, if they have any plans of, of putting the strap on her in that way. Certainly, a friendly challenge is not usually the way you have a title uh, change hands. But there's, there are a few weeks left of SmackDown to build uh, this uh, friendly rivalry into something less friendly. Somebody says, did Bischoff start? I guess not. No, he didn't. Uh, not only did he not start, he was doing a uh, podcast towards like the end of SmackDown. Like he was, yeah, he was uh, not involved in tonight's show. Backstage, Mustafa Ali congratulates Shinsuke Nakamura and indicates he wants to challenge him for the Intercontinental title. Alex, how do you feel? Oh, well, this is uh, the greatest night of my wrestling fandom, obviously. <laughs> Ember Moon gets a title shot. Mustafa Ali is basically already the Intercontinental Champ. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is has the potential of making um, a, a great feud out of this. Mustafa, uh, I'm still going to call him that. Taking away his first name was stupid. Ali's a, a dumb single name. It just is. Mustafa's... Uh, and let, let me just say, real shitty for search engine optimization. Yes. Yeah. Like, true. you want somebody to Google him? Uh, good luck, buddy. You might find him on, like, page 40. Yeah. Good um, luck. I, uh, I I think that um, it's, a, it's a shame that he hasn't been wrestling because what he does in the ring is very special and people should be exposed to that. Um now we'll see where this goes, but I'm I'm glad that they're they're turning over this this IC belt into something where it's like uh, the 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 whole no automatic rematches thing is great for these mid card titles because then you can see people moving on from that. Ricochet is still involved in, with AJ, but Finn's doing his own thing. He's getting Sister Abigail, so now Shinsuke's got to have somebody to work with. He has been working. Uh, triple threat matches at the house shows with him and Mustafa and Finn. So th- they've been planning this thing out. They've got, a, I'm sure they got a lot of spots worked out. I'm looking forward to the match. I am too. Uh, R-Truth hiding in a washing machine backstage. Says he doesn't know how Kane does it because there's no room in there. 
Carmela says, well, let's go to somewhere where you can hide in plain sight. And they're going to the San Diego Comic Con. That could be fun, Alex. Mm-hmm. Who do you, how, how, what, let's make predictions here. And by us, I mean you. Mm. What do you see happening at San Diego Comic Con? I think, I think it'll be a, a lot of him in masks and stuff. Um, but not like in full cosplay where it's impossible to check it out. I feel like he'll be, he'll be walking around like wearing an R-Truth shirt and the belt around his waist, but like a mask on. Like, you know, I, I mean, I don't know exactly who it would be, but uh, maybe The Rock. I mean, they'd probably do something like that, something tongue-in-cheek like that. Um, I, I'm, I, I don't know if you saw the, the social media thing of uh, Drake Maverick walking around putting flyers on car windows uh, in his underwear, but he <laughs> seems to be broken by the whole thing. I love it. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll, you know we'll what else I, I love on social media? I just saw Matt Riddle tweet a gif of him doing the jackhammer on Sunday night. <laughs> Clever. Nice. Andy Quigley says, can WWE make Dolph interesting? Not to me, not unless he's involved in a team or a trio. Uh, I, I'm, And the thing is, I saw him in a team last year with Drew McIntyre, and he was interesting to me. Yeah. But he's, he's not right now. Nope. Rob Wilkins says, congrats to Hannah for her acceptance in mass communications. Yeah, one of our mods, Hannah Moore, uh, got accepted into a program for mass communications. She's going to do great. Uh, Avery Dunn, thank you for the super chat, my friend. Reminder, guys, if you want your question or statement read on the air, donate a super chat. But my Q&A show is up on Fightful Select now. Go on over there and subscribe. New Day come out. They do their thing. They say that they want to give Rowan and Daniel Bryan a rematch, Alex. Now, Daniel Bryan had teased a career-altering announcement. On Fightful Select today, we uh, posted there for subscribers. It is not injury-related. A lot of people were concerned, Mm -hmm. especially after he was pulled from last night's Battle Royal, that it might be injury-related. When I say he was pulled, I mean he was advertised when it wasn't supposed to go out and then pulled from that. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, not injury related. He comes out, leaves three different times, mm-hmm. <laughs> teases them, and then drops the mic. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get the announcement. What do you think the announcement will be? I don't know. He says it's career, it's career altering, someplace he's never gone before. Um, 205 Live. I mean, listen, a, a, a guy like Daniel Bryan, who we know is all about the work and all about the wrestling. I wouldn't put it past him to say, I want to work with these guys because they're great. 
and and because I'm working with them, maybe it'll get some more eyes on them. I don't know if it's gonna be a two hundred five live, but just the idea of of him being like, well, this is somebody I've never. Uh, he loves the wrestling, so that's what I'm thinking. Is it's got to be something interesting? I don't know. I mean, um, the the there's the possibility people were saying that he might go back to NXT and wrestle uh, wrestle a match versus Adam Cole or something. I don't know. I, I just hope it's not like a this is a career altering thing, and then it's just this, something stupid. Like it, it should be like pay it off, pay off your big promo where you said it's going to you know change everything. I I, I want to see the payoff. Well, Samoa Joe, Elias, and Randy Orton come out respectively and make their cases for a title match. Uh, New Day challenge the three for a six man tag match, and Orton goes six man tag. Nah, <laughs> leaves. Yeah. I love that. Why yeah. wouldn't he? Why? Well, it's perfect. Oh, man. Holy crap. Zach Schimmel with a big $50 super chat. He's also a subscriber to our $50 tier on Fightful Select. The man. He's done several retro reviews with us. He says, first happy birthday to my favorite mod, Kyler. Ooh, shots fired at everybody <laughs> else. <laughs> Second, sending much love to the Fightful family and Fightful. I shall never not support Fightful. Okay, so so Blue Chew didn't sponsor the show, but he said, if you want your jackhammer to keep on hammering, mm. use Blue Chew using code Fightful. And hey, we can't can, we can't promise nobody will get a concussion right. when you're slinging that jackhammer around. Big thanks to Zach Schimmel. Uh, our next edition of the Retro Review, which drops in August, is one that he is on with myself and Warren. It is WWE Armageddon 08. Avery Dunn said, We time-traveled back to October 7, 2017 with champs and feuds. It does seem all too familiar, Alex. Yeah, they they don't like uh, doing different things. Um, there's, uh, there's an opportunity here uh, as we're moving forward to build new stars so that nostalgia episodes aren't necessary to pop a rating. Like if you build new stars, I don't know who the nostalgia people are going to be in 20 years. Like everyone who's showing up next Monday is going to be dead. So who's like, they're not building new stars to be able to do this again. So new day managed to get Randy Orton to come back by making a limp dick joke, which yeah, I, what what am I going to say? I can't believe that. That's not my kind of humor. Come on. This Come is on. beyond the pale, Mister E. How if, if I don't make limp dick jokes, you all are looking at a podcast. It's like this: literally no lights on at all. The bills aren't getting paid at Fightful. Yeah, with without limp dick jokes. Hey, yeah. I'll turn that one back on. But the match unfolds. Kofi Kingston hits a great mushroom stomp on Samoa Joe. New Day all take turns on offense. The thing that stood out to me, Alex, it is amazing how white hot Elias was last year, and yeah. how not he is this year. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, like he comes. Here's the thing: uh, if you told me a year ago when he was white hot that heading into SummerSlam he was ostensibly one of the three top contenders for the WWE title on SmackDown, I'd believe it. But looking at him now, it's a joke. It's a joke that he comes out there and says, excuse me, Samoa Joe, but I think I deserve to be the next title contender. Are you kidding me? Like, not the way they've been booking you, pal. I'm sorry, but it's just not – that's not how it works. Um, A, 
the whole if, if this is the top if these are your top contenders on on SmackDown, you've you've done something wrong. Like like Randy Orton to me, he's just stale. Like he's a he's a move. He is a move. If he hits that move, he wins. If he doesn't hit that move, he loses. That's the match. I don't find him interesting whatsoever. Elias, they've booked into oblivion. Samoa Joe can't win any matches. What's what's going on? This, this these can't be your top guys that are going into a WWE title feud for SummerSlam. It just can't be. Jesse David, one of our mods, says, "Stop wrestling in jeans and maybe we win." Hey, look what it did for Dean Ambrose, John Moxley. Yeah. Hey, you never know. We get a bunch of time killing work during the break, but Orton gets Woods with a sing bomb. Kofi gets the hot tag, goes back and forth with Orton. Everybody gets their shots in. Joe chokes out Xavier outside the ring, and Orton pins Kofi with an RKO. Now, I like this program. Again, I would protect Kofi at all costs because you have some people who just keep thinking of excuses that are not like the Kofi reign. Like, oh, he's presented as this, he's presented as that. Well, uh, before the last three weeks, he's been presented as a winner. Right. And I really think somebody else should have eaten the pin. Perhaps while Kofi couldn't do anything to prevent it. Right. I would love Kofi to repeatedly be gotten to by Orton, but I don't necessarily want to see him beaten repeatedly because we went months without him losing, and then we saw him get pinned by Dolph Ziggler, choked out by Samoa Joe, and pinned by Randy Orton in about a month. Yeah. I ain't keen on that. Uh, I am keen on Orton versus Kofi because there is story to tell here, Alex. And a hell of a lot of it. Yeah, it's just, just a story from a decade ago. Um, and, I mean, I, 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 continuity is good. But uh, Randy Orton is, it's, I mean, as, as Corey Graves is so fond of saying, um, it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately uh, league, and Orton has not done anything for me lately. Um, so, I mean, this is my opinion. I, I, I just I find him stale. So I, I'm not interested in this feud. And I mean, so Raw last night says, hey, we had all these opportunities to give you something new and fresh for the Universal title. Just kidding. It's going to be Brock versus Seth in a rematch. You all knew it was going to happen, but we decided to go for a roundabout way to get there. Uh, isn't this the most boring thing we could possibly do? And SmackDown said, hold my beer. Because really, Randy Orton, like, I don't, I don't find any of his work compelling. Like, the storyline may be, but I don't, I'm, I'm not going to, like, be on pins and needles watching the match and if they do the unthinkable and take the title off of Kofi and give it to Randy like that's just death like I I don't I don't need to see Randy holding the belt on Tuesdays and God forbid Brock holding the belt on Mondays like this the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other I think that they gotta tell this story for Kofi they've gotta they, they, and- they have to do that perfectly in order to have any chance of, of suckering me into this this feud i think this is too much of a slam dunk to not do regardless of how the match ends up you got all the history with orton and kofi and you gotta reference it you gotta bring it up you gotta even have randy mention why do you think you were in a tag team for so long it's because i went above and beyond to ruin your career yada yada you gotta make randy the asshole that everybody at least wants to believe he is WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. The Kabuki Warriors defeated the Iconics via countout. Right out of the gate, Kabuki Warriors have some great tandem offense on Peyton. Peyton ties up Asuka in the ropes and hits a kick. But the Iconics get themselves counted out. Because why wouldn't they? Yeah. That's them. 
that's perfectly that's exactly who they are. I, I I'm I would be shocked if they had done anything different. And the problem is is that yeah, that that's your tag division. You have the Kabuki Warriors, and I do hate that name, uh, Asuka and Kairi Sane, um, who are great and, and would be excellent champs. And I believe they made a challenge to the Iconics two months ago. Like, it feels like it's been that long. Honestly, it may be six weeks ago. Like, I, I, don't, I don't even think when I say eight weeks ago is very much hyperbole. It's been a long time since they first made that, that, that challenge. And finally, we get that match. And... Um, yay, the, the Iconics did what they should do and get counted out because that's who they are. And there's nobody else in this tag division. So, I mean, I'm assuming we're going to get a match at, at SummerSlam where the Iconics aren't allowed to get counted out. And then you put the belts on, on Kyrie and Asuka as they should. And great. And I guess they feel with fire and desire. But, I mean, there really isn't a women's tag team division, so to speak of. It's there like, should be. There, there really should be. You can just well, you can't do the riot squad now, even though Sarah's still using the damn music. But well, whenever my, she, whenever Ruby yeah. gets back, it's there. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. You've got fire and desire. You've got the iconics. You've got the Kabuki Warriors. Yeah. You've my, got you've got the horsewomen on NXT because you can do all these that you want. You can go on any brand you want. My my uh my my dream team, uh, my dream partner for for Ruby once she gets back. I think they need to bring up Rhea Ripley. I think the two of them together yeah. could, could be excellent together and just wreck shop and take over that division. I think that'd be a really good thing to have really powerful heels at the top of that division to everybody else chase it. <sighs> Apollo Crews defeated Andrade. This is a rematch of a match that happened two weeks ago on SmackDown. And Andrade even attacks Apollo before the bell like he's done before. Mm-hmm. So you get like the greatest hits of this feud. Apollo uh, still agrees to do the match. Andrade jumps all over him. But after the total ass whooping, Apollo just crucifix him and beats him. It's just yep. a really similar to the thing we saw last night with Cedric Alexander and Drew McIntyre. Only neither one yeah. are nearly as over because Mustafa – or. Uh, Cedric at least had the thing with yeah. Roman Reigns the week before. Yeah, this this just seems like it's just a a thing to do in the middle of the card that doesn't really do anything for either guy. Um, I was thinking to myself, man, it really feels like a because they they mentioned like uh, Corey Graves mentioned as uh, from the time when Apollo Cruz came into NXT, blah blah blah, and I was like, man. It feels like he's been on the main roster for ten times as long as he was in NXT, and I'm. It's not that far off. Like he was in that six pack challenge for the number one contendership to the SmackDown title on the first night after the draft, the original draft. Like he's been around for a while. Like as long as you and I have been talking about SmackDown and Raw, he's been up on the main roster, and they haven't really done anything with him. And I, I don't want to see that happen to a guy like Andrade. Like, he can't be mired in this kind of stuff. This is the kind of guy that you could easily book strongly and get to a point where he's just below the top contenders. I mean, he's he should be more believable as a as a top foil for Kofi than Elias, for crying out loud. But you got him down here just mucking it up with, with Apollo Crews, who hasn't been used for anything. And they got 50-50 accordingly. Exactly. It just, it, it's just a... a just, Treading water, treading water, trying not to drown. 
Big pain in the ass. Poo boy. Well, it's main event time. Ziggler talks Shane into letting him face Kevin Owens tonight. Why would Shane agree to this? Why would Shane say, oh, you know what? Yeah, you're the guy who's going to kick some sense into, into Kevin Owens, considering how well you did against him two nights ago. Like, why? Why wouldn't you say, why wouldn't you say, Dolph, hey, you know what? Why don't you take a seat? I got this new guy over here, Buddy Murphy, he seems to have a, 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 you know, a, a much better shot at it, considering that you don't. Like, I, I don't understand why. And then Dolph saying, it's okay. I know Kevin left, but I can get things done. Since when has that been true, WWE? You can't just say things and make them so. Like, I don't understand why I'm supposed to believe that Dolph has the stroke to get this match together. What? Since when? I agree. I'm with you. It didn't make any damn sense. None whatsoever. So I thought one of three things should have happened in this match. Kevin Owens won again in five seconds. Bray Wyatt attacked Ziggler. Or Kevin Owens won in three seconds. Neither yep. happened. None of yep. them happened. Yep. Tope Conhilo, then he ate knees on a sw- swanton, did Owens. Then Ziggler starts working him over. Yeah. Why do we need this? Why did we watch the pape? Why? <laughs> Why? Why do we need Cesaro to face Aleister Black again? Have him black mass one of the B team. Yeah. Why okay. is... Why is Kevin Owens facing Ziggler? Why isn't it Buddy Murphy the slam dunk right there? Yeah, it's just it was it was a thing. Everyone's like, because nobody knows who Buddy Murphy is. Okay, here's the deal: they do know who Kevin Owens is. They know they love this 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 arc. The Kevin Owens arc could not be more white hot. So this is exactly where you give a rub to the new guy. And and here's yeah. the thing, Alex Ziggler didn't get beaten. <laughs> so that's that's even more of a rub. Like Buddy doesn't have to lose this no. match. Buddy, Buddy could have shown out, done all of his amazing stuff, and actually like and had Kevin Owens on the ropes ropes for a while before Kevin Owens has a comeback, hits a stunner, and then you have the exact same end of of the match as you do before with 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 Shane pulling out Dolph. He, he eats another stunner. This time he actually takes it right, and Kevin Owens runs away. That's how you do it. When you do it, Buddy Murphy, instead of Dolph Ziggler, who nobody cares about. But you can actually make people care about Buddy Murphy. And at least he isn't too far gone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why I'm like, damn, please team Ziggler and Miz, for the love of God. The Cleveland Connection, the the Cleveland Crappers, whatever you want to call them. The Cleveland Steamers, for all I care. Yeah. Just something different that we haven't seen a million times. So... Fame Master, Crippler Crossface, interesting selection of a submission yeah. move for Dolph yeah. Ziggler. Uh, big DDT hits for him, but Owens gets a super kick and a swanton. All the heels come out to the ring. Yep. Because, you know, heels are dicks to everybody, yeah, but they all get along. Oh, they all get along, and they all love their dick of a manager. Their, their oh. dick not manager, authority figure. Their boss, that guy, man, he's yeah. great. I love how he's horrible to everybody, including, you know, all of us, but that's fine. Whatever. Like the, the, as Alex said, they all love their dick, and if you want everybody to love your dick, Shane must be taking his blue chew. Yeah, you must. That's be. All I'll say. Code Fightful. There's a free one for you guys. Kevin Owens is a babyface, and babyfaces are dumbasses, so he gets zigzagged. But then he hits a stunner. When Shane pulls him out, he hits another stunner and just runs off like a cartoon character. Yeah. That's the show, and we are 36 minutes in, and we are done with SmackDown. Yeah. So here's here's my here's my pitch for next week's 
Raw reunion, which is is going to be like running old episodes of the Attitude Era through that face aging app. Um, Did that today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is such a great opportunity to do something different, which is to not have all these geriatrics hit their old finishers on the revival or whatever. You could, you could. They're never going to do this again. Let's 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 preface this as we did last night. They're never going to do this, but you could easily run an angle where all these guys who got brought up from NXT over the past couple of years and did shit with, they did nothing with. They decide, you know what? We're sick and tired of taking your finishers every few months when you guys decide to show up. So we're going to fight back, and you could actually have this whole thing where all these guys who nobody knows like. Like, you know, for example, the Nexus, which was an amazing angle until they decided, nah, Super Scene is going to take them all out. Like, you could do that, but not have it suck. And all these other guys that NXT was a completely different thing back then. NXT now, all these guys, and I don't even think you need to bring up guys from NXT currently to start this whole thing. You've got enough guys on the roster right now who've been mismanaged. And all the guys who, who got brought up, they got to choose sides. They got to choose sides. They got to figure out if they're going to be with the new guys or going to side with the old guard. And the best part is then you, you actually make Triple H pick a side. Like that could be a really cool thing where if he decides, you know, actually I'm the ringleader of these guys. There's all kinds of things you could do that are, that are, op, that are options that actually get rid of this whole everything's about nostalgia. We love the things that happened 20 years ago. We don't care about the things that are going to happen three years from now. And that's, that can't be how you run your business. It just can't. There are other things you can do. I don't need to see a bunch of, you know, old guys two-sweeting each other in the ring next week. Just please don't. So we haven't done this for a while. I've kind of forgotten. Who's your SmackDown MVP tonight? Um, Kevin Owens, I guess, because he stuns Shane McMahon. So that's good. I mean, I don't, I don't even know who's who are the other options. Like, that's it. I mean, unless you want to go, hey, Randy, but yeah. like, I'm, I'm never going to give the MVP to Randy. I'm sorry. I'm never going to do that. I think it's probably him, honestly. Uh, probably Owens, though. Owens got involved in multiple yeah. segments, yeah. beginning segment, end segment. Yeah. It's... I mean, I don't know how he keeps getting around security. I mean, that's the thing in, in and of its own self. Yeah. Uh, so the questions we have uh, – what will happen to Liv Morgan? What is Daniel Bryan's career-altering announcement? What's going to happen with our truth at the San Diego Comic-Con? But you guys don't have to question where to get your pro wrestling coverage, FightfulWrestling.com. Leave us a thumbs up if you're watching this video uh, live on YouTube. Share it on Twitter. That stuff really helps. Facebook, all that stuff. Avery Dunn sent a super chat and said, Is Alex pitching the new blood WCW angle? <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it won't suck. In this, this whole thing is that this is a, this is my dream. So there's no more like terrible booking when guys get brought up from NXT. They actually get booked strong to go over some of the old guys who aren't being used right. Otherwise, yeah, the New Blood angle was terrible, but it didn't have to be. It was just booked poorly. You could actually do this and do it right. Follow Alex at Palowski the fourth. Follow me at Sean Rossap. Follow us at Fightful Wrestle, Alex. Mr. Warren Hayes just popped up and said, Gable and Gallagher just put on a match of the year contender. I can't wait. Until next time, guys, happy birthday to Kyler. We're out.